Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Informed Catholic Podcast. My name is Ned Jabbar, so let's open up with a prayer, please. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. So let's say the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only begotten Son, our Lord, who, by the Holy Ghost, was conceived, born of the Virgin Mary, raised, suffered under Pontius Pilate, crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell, and on the third day he arose again from the dead, and he ascended unto heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Queen of the Rosary, pray for us. St. Joseph, Guardian of the Church, pray for us. St. Thomas Aquinas, pray for us. And Holy Servant of God, Archbishop Fulton Sheen, pray for us. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us from evil. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. So, uh, for this uh, podcast episode, I'd like to read a portion from the Gospel according to St. John, chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came for testimony, to bear witness to the light, that all might believe through him. He was not the light but came to bear witness to the light. The true light that enlightens everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Yet the world knew him not. He came to his own home, and his own people received him not. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. We have beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten Son from the Father. John bore witness to him and cried, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me, for he was before me. And from his fullness we have all received, grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So, um, I'm going to call this uh, the first episode of 2020. I'll call it Season 2, Episode 1. So, I'm going to give you a short recap of what this podcast is all about and who I am. Uh, my name is Ned Jabbar, and I'm a convert to the Catholic faith. I call this podcast The Informed Catholic. And um, my background is 
Muslim. My father was Muslim and my mom is Catholic and I'm a convert uh, since 1997 and I'm proud to be Catholic. I didn't, um, I was not educated Muslim. My father, Palestinian background, uh, never really practiced the faith, never practiced that at all really, and never bothered to teach the faith to me and my brother. Uh, I was born here in the United States. Um, I spent a, a few years in um, the Holy Land, in West Bank, Israel, Palestine, uh, whichever you want to call it, doesn't matter to me. And, um, you know, I saw the, you know, Jerusalem, um, very familiar with the city um, from my memory. And um, it's a very beautiful city. And hopefully I'll go back one day to make uh, a pilgrimage. Um, so um, in a sense that it's something I hope to, to do one day to get to see uh, the place and sort of like make a proper pilgrimage. And uh, it's a beautiful city. Like I said, it's very beautiful. Unfortunately, it's also a place that can be very volatile. So, yes, I'm proud uh, to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, to uh, Christ is my Lord and Savior. And I love being Catholic. Uh, I love going to Mass. And I want to be a better Catholic. Um, it hasn't been easy in uh, since 1997. It's been a bumpy ride. You know, um, witnessing... And experiencing the scandals in the church, you know, the unfortunate uh, sexual abuse scandal, uh, the lack of faith in some of our clergy in the Catholic Church really hurts. Um, and it's also, it's sad uh, to see the division within the Catholic Church. Catholic politicians scandalizing the faith clergy scandalizing the faith, fellow Catholics scandalizing the faith. Um, it's sad and it breaks my heart. <clears throat> and if I, if I knew, if I didn't know back then, I mean, back then when I first converted, I probably would not have converted if let's say at the time, all this was at the height I probably would have chosen not to convert. But now that I am a Catholic, grounded in my faith, I'm not going to leave. Uh, I want to talk about this unfortunate thing with a very famous uh, anchor man, uh, <laughs> Sean Hannity of Fox News, who is a Catholic. And now he just came out that he wishes to abandon, that he's going to abandon the faith. He no longer sees himself Catholic. I want to talk about this um, a little bit. So let me get back to you. I want to pull up the article. So this is a few days old, actually. It's from last month. December 16th, 2019. Uh, it's from Church Militant. 
Crisis Goes Mainstream. This is actually from Michael Voris's Vortex, but I'm going to read you the transcript. If there was ever a question of the Catholic crisis not being mainstream, those questions can now be laid aside. Sean Hannity, the dominant star of primetime cable news, commentators, has made it official. He is leaving the Catholic Church, and his reason, as stated in an interview published three days ago in the Christian Post, is the Catholic Church has too much institutionalized corruption, adding it has not been uh, ratified. The 57-year-old Fox News star, to be certain, had, had already been on record years ago as, say, as saying he disagreed with church teaching on birth control, as was famously revealed in a 2007 Fox News interview with then-Father Thomas Utener. But before we pigeonhole him and his latest announcement about leaving the church into a specific box, we need to learn something here. Given the near daily reports now of corruption, it is easy to think of the crisis in terms of, the, of these unfolding scandals of homosexual priests abusing teenage boys or bishops covering them or Vatican officials ripping off billions using money for gay lovers, or misdirecting money donated for charity, for investments, or administrative costs, the scandals show no signs of abating. But those scandals are only symptoms of the greater crisis. A crisis, as Church Milton has been saying for nearly a decade, is of supernatural faith within the hierarchy. Of course, when you lose your faith, all of these horrible, sinful, wicked, evil things are going to happen. And how has that trickled down to the average Catholic like Kennedy in this case? The lack of faith among the hierarchy has been an issue for decades now, and it would be preposterous to not understand the massive falling away from the faith this has caused. The dominant effect of the, of the crisis has been this, the faith not being transmitted to the laity. And that stands to reason. One of the first principles of philosophy is you cannot give what you do not have. So how could a clergy and hierarchy that no longer possess the faith themselves transmit it to a laity being besieged by a culture attacking the church on every side? At the very moment, the laity needs fa uh, fathers to stand and protect them. These men deserted them, but more than deserting, they also portray them by setting in motion the machinery to perpetuate the evil for a generation to come. In addition to just themselves, they also recruited thousands and thousands of other homosexual and faithless men into the seminaries. They populated seminary faculties with gay abusers. They kept Orthodox men out of the seminary and ordained active homosexuals to go out into the parishes and corrupt the minds of the faithful. 
these wicked men stood in pulpits and worked out their own psychological trauma instead of teaching the faith, slowly perverting the congregation and turning them away from the faith. Sean Hannity is responsible for his own choices, but no one is saying anything else. And it is a big but. His public apostasy has not been in a vacuum. It hasn't for tens of millions of other Americans, Catholics, who have also left the church. Interestingly, Hannity says since leaving the church, he's closer to God. That would be the expected response from any Catholic who was taught next to nothing as a child and then has witnessed nothing except a steady flow of one story of corruption after another pouring out of the church. Of course, the correct response to remain in the church and fight for her. But Hannity, like so many other Catholics would be would appear, apparently was never taught what the church actually is, who she actually is. So he has no concept of, of staying and fighting for something because he doesn't see the something worth fighting for. One final thought. There is a parallel case here for Hannity. American politics and journalism are a riff with scandal. That's right. The scandal itself is being transformed into socialist state. The nation itself is transforming into something it was never destined or designed to be. Yet Hannity doesn't throw the towel on America and become a Canadian, for example. Why? Because he has sufficient catechesis, if you will, in what America is. He is schooled in the founding documents. He is schooled and educated in the country and its history and so forth. He understands it's worth fighting for. But in the case of the church, he has little to no understanding. He was trained in the faith by faithless men, by men who were in reality actual enemies of the faith. He is a move away from from and now out of the church can hardly be a surprise. All right, that ends the article. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this uh, this this was a good part here, the last part about the um, the fact that even though there's a lot of scandal, a lot of political corruption, a lot of political abuse, uh, and the fact that the that there are many people who are scandalizing the faith. I mean, he doesn't go ahead and say he wants to become Australian or Canadian or New Zealander. New Zealander. He doesn't. He knows pretty, he's well-schooled, like Michael Vars said, in, in, in Americanism. And this is an interesting part, Americanism. Uh, several popes have written about it. Um, I, I'm sorry, I don't have one of the... Um, encyclicals that was written in the past but look at someone like nancy pelosi who has a very corrupt view about the catholic faith she actually admitted that her family disagrees with her right uh her family uh wishes that she be quiet she even doesn't you know? I mean, I mean, think about it. When Benedict was Pope, uh, she didn't care less for Benedict's teachings. 
She didn't care less so much for John Paul's teachings. Uh, with Pope Francis, she actually says, he's like, he sounds like the nuns who educated me about the college she went through. The, uh, these French nuns, you know, he sounds just exactly like the nuns. And she has a very socialist, liberal view. She doesn't care for the church's teachings as orthodox teaching, teachings. And look at the Kennedys. The Kennedys themselves. Look how they scandalize. They support abortion. They support gay marriage. And Nancy Pelosi supports abortion. Supports gay marriage. Let's, look, let's, let's take it a little further. Let's go for someone like Rudy Giuliani, who was, who was a Republican. And he's on Trump's staff, or at least he's sort of associated with Trump. And the other day, he was attacking someone like George Soros and other other liberal uh, left wing liberals. And he he even says that George Soros is a terrible Jew. And Giuliani says about himself that he thinks he's a better Jew than George Soros. Giuliani, who himself been divorced and remarried, supports abortion. And definitely, most definitely, he would support gay marriage. That's another sign of Americanism. His religion is American politics. No different than Sean Hannity. No different than someone like, say, um, like Kelly or, or Carrie, I'm sorry, uh, Carrie, or any other Catholic politician. Their religion is American politics. That's their God. Um, it's interesting. I was looking at the this Netflix film called uh, Messiah about this strange, mysterious figure who's going around and claiming to be El Messiah, the Muslim version of of um, Messiah, and which is not the same as the Christian understanding or the Jewish understanding of a Messiah. It's not the same thing at all, but. In one of the interrogations with a CIA agent, we all worship something. Some people worship money. Some people worship the intellect. Some people worship politics. We all have to bow down to something. Because it's, in a sense, he's, uh, the character, this mysterious figure, is right. We all worship something. Politicians worship the political arena. It's, the, it's their golden cow. And that is important to them because it it's, it's, it's becomes their religion. Politics is their religion. It's not a surprise. It's not a surprise. So therefore, this is, this is their world. And they're willing to die for it. Some of them are willing to die for their political ideology and their career. Because without it, they're nothing. They mean nothing. Their lives mean nothing. You know, it's, it's remarkable. But, you know, hey, so I'm going to pull out another um, transcript. I'm going to for something about Sean Hannity, what he says in another interview. All right. This is from the Christian Post. Uh, this Tuesday, December 10th, 2019. Sean Hannity says faith is stronger than ever. 
after leaving the Catholic Church over institutionalized corruption. Popular talk show host Sean Hattie says that despite leaving the Catholic Church due to institutionalized corruption, his Christian faith and relationship with God continues to be the source of his peace and security and fulfillment. In an interview with Ansley Earhart, co-host of Fox and Friends and host of Fox Nations, Ansley, Ansley's Bible study that will be broadcast online, Wednesday, Hannity opens up about his journey to finding God, his current religious beliefs, and why he loves the Christmas season. The host of Sean Hannity's show revealed in, in a clip shared with the Christian Post that despite attending Catholic school for 12 years, he is no longer affiliated with the Catholic Church due to too much institutional, institutionalized corruption that has not been ratified. However, Hanny said his faith has gotten stronger. As he's gotten older, I would say I realize more than ever that not that I not only need, but want God in my life. The 57-year-old author said, adding that science reflects the majesty and ingenuity of God. I believe God created every man, woman, and child on this earth, Handy emphasized. And we as human beings will never ever be able to understand the majesty of this creation. You think, or how do you create a universe within universe within universe? It is beyond any comprehension, and it, is, and it all fits beautifully. I don't think you couldn't look at that objectively and not conclude that there's something so amazing out there that all, all of it was created, he added. As a Christian, the conservative political commentator said he wants to get to know that that guy and, and that he knows how many hairs are in my head and uh, and created the majesty the majestic universe we live in and give and give our, our lives to i would like to know why i'm here he said hannity who grew up in a low income home shared how he made the decision to get to get on the right track in his 20s leaving behind negative influence and unhealthy lifestyles wasn't long before he found himself in the radio industry and actually on fox news I feel my whole life has been a blessing, the talk show host acknowledged. I don't know how all of this happened. I don't ever think about all of this happening. I don't think I'm successful. I don't look at, at I just, all I did was take a chance and follow my dream and my passion. When opportunities presented themselves, I just jumped. Hattie, who reaches, uh, who reaches millions of, every, uh, of everyday viewers, uh, in, on his new show, said at, li at his best, when he's spending quiet time with God, he noted that in today's culture and rampant bus business, there's not a lot of time for God. Christmas, he pointed out, allows people to slow down and get a, bro a broader perspective on life. At some point during that time, I, I get really centered and then I start thinking anew, Hannity said. And sort of like you get out on, on the day-to-day grind and begin to get a broader perspective and then that's when my creative side starts kicking in again and then i start writing down a list of everything i want to know i want to do now for the next year according to hannity his favorite bible verse is john 14 1 and 4 the passage reads don't let your hearts be troubled 
Trust in God and trust also in me. And, there's, and there is more than enough room in my father's house. If this were, if this were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you, so you will also be with me where I am, and you know the way to where I'm, go- where I'm going. At the end of the day, even if you have politics that are awful, and even th- though life is tough, there's nobody that gets through this life. Zero, all of us, he said, are common, hum- are common humanity without struggle. The hardship, loss, difficulties, challenges, some people, it's cancer. I, I have friends that have lost children. How do you ever recover from that? For me, this is where I go to get centered. Well, anyway, I want to stop here for this article. He never mentions the Eucharist. He never mentions about the real presence. I remember a priest corrected him when he got the incarnation confused with um, the Immaculate Conception. He didn't know about that. 12 years of Catholic school and he couldn't get that right. A lot of Catholics actually I've met don't get that right. It doesn't surprise me. Uh, Honestly, uh, Michael Voris is correct. It's sad. The The Eucharist doesn't mean anything to him. His understanding of baptism. He's been a Protestant for a long time. He's a Protestant now. I think he's... There are many Catholics that are. They think they're Catholic. They want to believe that they're Catholic. But technically, they're Protestants. They're Protestants. Much of their attitude. He, he's, you know... He interviewed that Duck Dynasty family. I forget, forget their name. And... He seemed to warm up to them. I know one of them, their patriarch of their family, is you know, a minister. And Sean Hannity likes, he likes this form of American Christianity. Technically, he sounds like someone who found the Catholic Church embarrassing. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't know, he doesn't understand the meaning of a sacrament. He doesn't understand the meaning of, uh, you know, of, of things. To him, you know, American American Christianity is what makes him happy. Well, that's it. This is the, you know, this is all we have here, and it's sad. And this shows us that we have to um, study the Catechism. We have to study, um, you know, the faith. We have to study the sacraments. We have to study the history of the faith. We have to study why we're Catholic. We have to study Aquinas. You know, you don't need to leave it to a priest to do it. You need to do it. You need to study the faith. You need to study the faith and, you know, grow. Grow and not let someone like him who looks at the faith and becomes embarrassed. You know, a lot of Catholics felt they didn't want to carry that Catholic identity. They were embarrassed by that Catholic identity. You know, anyway, that's about it. I'm going to leave it here. Um, We really, really need to study the faith. So this ends for episode one for season two. Let's say a quick prayer and uh, pray that maybe one day Sean Hannity, God will open his eyes. 
maybe he needs to develop more of an appreciation towards um you know you know what we you know what we believe in hopefully maybe he might change his mind so let's end it glory be to the father to the son and the holy ghost as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end Lord God, Heavenly Father, in your name, your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray for someone like Sean Hannity and others that uh, they'll be better apologists, better catechesis. So we pray and end this all in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Queen of the Rosary, pray for us. St. Joseph, Guardian of the Church, pray for us. St. Thomas Aquinas, pray for us. And he, you know, you know we, we hope we hope that Sean Hetty finds his way. In God's name, in Jesus Christ's name, amen.